If you like betting on golf But everyone that you back misses the cut Get some experts involved With all the stats and the tips and so much more Cause it's the golf betting system The golf betting system is the golf betting system Greetings and welcome to the Golf Betting System Podcast 201 featuring the Stain City Championship on the DP World Tour and the Valspar Championship on the PGA Tour. Paul Williams and Barry O'Hanrahan join me, Steve Bamford, discuss this week's golf betting action. Good evening, gentlemen. Evening, chaps. Good evening. It's nice to be recording with, uh, without a cup of coffee in front of me. Actually awake and alert. We might get some better, better productivity from you, Barry. Maybe, maybe, yeah, some actual picks that work. Oh, you, how can you say that after Seb Stracker the other way? Right, let's uh, let's let's get through this. Please subscribe to this podcast so you drive the popularity of the show. This podcast is for listeners of eighteen and above. Please be gambler aware. You can visit begambleaware.org for more information, and of course, please bet responsibly. Visit our world famous golf betting system website with our in depth betting previews, tournament stroke gained analysis tournament form stats and our predictor models all of these features like this podcast are completely free of charge with no pull uh, no paywall we're on twitter paul's at golf betting barry's at a good talk golf i am at bamford golf now you guys as listeners power this podcast so we need your five star reviews on apple Podcasts. i have to say as well we're just about approaching 100 five stars on spotify so if you are listening on Spotify, and it's so easy on Spotify, just literally press the five-star button and that will record. So if we could get over 100, that would be absolutely fantastic. As ever, for those of you who leave an Apple or iTunes review, I will read them out at the start of a future show. Leave your name and where you are in the review. Now, you're going to love this one, lads. This one's called, If You Love Betting on Golf. Right. If you like betting on golf, but everyone you back misses the cut... Get some experts involved with all the stats and the tips and so much more. It's the Golf Betting System, the Golf Betting System. It's the Golf Betting System podcast. The best golf betting podcast and clearly the best podcast jingle. And that is from Jilly GC, who's in this fair land of the United Kingdom. Jilly, thank you very much. Now I thought you were going to burst into song there, Steve. I could have done. Give us a, give us a full you rendition. Yeah, let's uh, let's no karaoke. Let's leave it to the original <laughs> Meister. Let's point out at the very start. This is going to be a quick podcast. We're not recording this in our usual Tuesday morning slot because the Players Championship has overrun, which means I have to pull all of my content together now on Tuesday rather than Monday. Paul, though, has pulled all of his content together today because the DP World Tour event did finish on schedule on Sunday. Um, you missed out on an each-way place by a place. And I had Ross Fisher at 60, 60 to 1, I think. He got an each-way mm. payout. And then we yeah. had a playoff between Pablo Larazabal, uh, Andre Arnaus, and the uh, Smith, wasn't it? Jordan Smith, yeah. Jordan Smith. 
And I just had a sneaky feeling Lorazabal, with his experience, would get the job done. And he did. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Arnaus and um, Smith have both come very close in recent times, and they? Smith's won before, but um, Arnaus has... Arnaus has seemed to struggle to get over the line, and um, and you know Smith struggled to get over the line again since. So um, yeah, with the three of them there, it was it was kind of Pablo's to take, which he did. But uh, yeah, yeah, missed out on one there because if you look back at his form, sixth at the what was it the Saudi International, I think, and then he finished third on the DP World Tour um, regular tour after that. So there was some incoming form. Uh, 33s if you took him, so yeah, kind of backable, I suppose. You're normally quite hot on Pablo. You love throwing him out there at 80s, 90s, 110s. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 33s in that field, I, I didn't really fancy mm. him. And, uh, you know, looking looking through his form, it was the form um, at Altitude and South African events that put me off because he has got, he has won, he won the. Um, uh, the uh, Leopard Creek, didn't he? Uh, a year or so back, so he's got some South African form, but uh, but not necessarily at altitude. So that's kind of where I drew the line with him. But uh, yeah, in error, in hindsight. Hindsight's always such a wonderful thing, mm, isn't it? Just I suppose we should we should talk about the Players Championship. It's been an absolute nightmare for the PGA Tour. It's been an absolute nightmare for the tournament organisers. It's been a nightmare for the players, but it has to be said, it's a rather... Oh, I've seen people moaning about the leaderboard. I think it's great. You've got different players involved. So uh, Shane Lowry, my tip's already uh, won over par, so clearly we're going to get nothing from him to, uh, so far. So uh, we've got Lahiri and Cam Smith tie for the lead at the moment. Paul Casey, Doug Gim, R- Russell, no- good old Russell Knox in third spot. Knee knocker Russell Knox. Sam Burns, Kevin Kisner tied for sixth as we are recording this. And uh, Lahiri is just on the second. What do you think, lads? Yeah, well, if you'd have asked me before the start of the round, I'd have said that I thought Shane might... Uh... No, I thought maybe hoped that Shane had come through and win this, but um, yeah, he's, he's, he's not got off to the best of starts, has he? Which uh, could make it a long evening, which is which should be a shame because he's played played well yesterday and uh, put himself into the mix. I think the best. It's not over yet. No. There's no, no. going to be lots lots of ups and downs today. Mm. I just get the feeling, feeling Cam Smith's going to win it. He's going to go around there, scratch his way around and putt like a devil devil like he does. And that's what his stats are absolutely like. I think he's something crazy in terms of strokes going putting and he'll get the job done. And uh, he's got previous, isn't he? I think that Sony Open victory he had was in really um, strenuous, wind, rainy, 11-under kind of scoring conditions. But yeah, you, I tell you what, it's been absolutely dominated, dominated by the internationals, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, the conditions kind of suggested that might happen, didn't they? So um, yeah, it's, it's just been stop-start. Dominated. Yeah, but no, it'd be nice to get it done tonight because it looks at one point like we might be heading into Tuesday, which would uh, which would be even worse than the, the, the late Monday finish. But uh, Cam yeah. Smith, right now, he's third for strokes going putting, and he's about fortieth for strokes going tee to green, which is completely anti what tends to happen here. So mm. it could be one of those. Could be one of those. Right, let's actually talk about 
the um, events that we've got coming up. Um, clearly, Paul, you are all over the Stain City Championship on the DP World Tour, the second week of this short South African swing. Do you mm. want to take it forward for us, please? Yeah, I'll rattle through because um, we are going to try and keep this one short, aren't we? Stain City Championship, yeah. then staying in South Africa, as you said, for a second week, uh, moving a few miles south just to the outskirts of Joburg this week. Um, very similar to last week in a lot of ways, actually. Um, it's co-sanctioned affair again, very similar field. Uh, Dean Bermester leads the field 16-1. to 1. Adrian Naus, Jordan Smith, the two playoff losers last week, both 16 and 18-1, to 1, respectively. Uh, Pablo Larathbel, 22s. George Gutzer into 22s also. Then you've got the likes of Justin Harding, Marcus Armitage, the Bullet, 28s. Matthew Pabon. And Oliver Becker, 33s, 35 to 1 bar. Quick um, indication of who's doing extra places. Paddy, Betfair, Coral Labrooks, all seven places, a fifth of the odds this week. Uh, very similar field, as I said, very similar course, actually. We are about 10, 15 miles south, but um, it's another Jack Nicholas design. It's 7,716 yard past 72, so comparable to last week. At wide fairways again, lots of sand again, like last week. Altitude, 4,000 feet or thereabouts. Again, very, very similar to last week. Um, built on a similar kind of uh, golfing commune there in South Africa as well. The difference this week, and the only conceivable difference, is the weather. Um, and the forecast does look a little bit interesting because we're expecting rain to be coming in on Wednesday night into Thursday. Um, it'll be quite cool to start Thursday, a little bit of wind clearing through as well. So um, when I say cool, I'm talking 15, 16 Celsius. So kind of high 50s, maybe very low 60s Fahrenheit um, for the whole day on Thursday, which really is quite cool for that. Um, and it warm up from there into the mid 70s. Um, not much wind again, a little bit more rain coming in on Saturday into Sunday. So it's going to be soft. Um, I think it's going to play scoreable again. I think you're going to need to make a load more birdies like we saw last week. Was it 22 under last week? Um, I think you're probably looking yeah. somewhere similar to that this week as well. Um, what was, lead, Thursday, what was leading after Thursday? 11 under? Yeah, no, it was deeper than that. I mean, deeper. Um, it, it got, yeah, it got it got a little bit firmer over the um, over the final two rounds. So the yeah. scoring did, uh, you know, it, it wasn't quite as deep over over the weekend. But um, I think you're going to come into a soft course this week, and even though it's going to be relatively cool for the first day, um, I think it's going to be still scorable. And then from there, if you're talking kind of mid seventies Fahrenheit with no wind and a soft course, these guys are going to going to rip it to pieces again i think so um yeah lots of birdies um we did i mean we did have a little bit of course form to it was quite distant and quite tenuous last week but um, we've got even less to go on this week to be honest um there was a team event played here back in 2018 at stain city and um, that was won by henny duplessis and jean hugo who um duplessis was one of the uh, the guy who was leading after three rounds last week he was uh, he, he was playing really well for the first 54 so he's got some previous on this course as well they shot between them 23 under through 54 holes on that team event right. so um i knew got got a bear those team events um you know give them a little bit of a, a wide berth because this, the formats can lend themselves to some very very low scores but even so um 
23 under through 54 so through 72 in a team format they might have shot 30 32 under something like that so yeah i think there's some birdies to, birdies to be made again this week um and really that's all we got to go on because there's nothing else um of any consequence it's very very similar to last week so nicholas course as i said altitude again bent grass again again low scoring again um and you know aside from the fact it's going to be a little bit cooler on thursday it's going to be scorable again so you might well end up seeing a very very similar kind of leaderboard over the um over the course of the four days um to a degree that's kind of where it's led me i've backed five um I've led with George Kutsaya at, uh, well, I backed him at 25s. He's been backed in now to 22s. But um, if you can get 22s um, with some extended places, I don't think that's a bad bet. Um, well, we've talked about him. He was on my post it note, wasn't he, for a long time? Um, I've given, <laughs> gorgeous George. I've, I've given I him a temporary when gorgeous jo- I can remember when Gorgeous George used to get backed and tipped up at 7 to 1 in these. Um, weird and wacky co-sanctioned sunshine wow. tour events in the past well he's got a great and record people be lumping on him lumping on him it's like 15 to 2 yeah and the 13 to 2 Schwanee or something yeah yeah i mean yeah he's got a great record and there's a strong case for him i mean five wins on the on what was the european tour at the time um mm. three of them in these co-sanctioned sunshine tour events one on a co-sanctioned asian tour event and of course he won the portugal masters a couple of years back um, add to that 12 Sunshine Tour wins, some of them combined with those co-sanctioned ones, of course. He's very comfortable on home soil. Um, we've seen some good progression from him in 2022 so far. 47th in Abu Dhabi, 24th and 9th in Ras Al then 4th last week in Peak and Wood. Um, we've seen it before. He's that kind of player who almost telegraphs his wins, doesn't he? So yeah. um, when he's building towards that, if you can get him at a reasonable price, then he's worth a punt, I think. Um, we know he's a good putter. Um, he can be a really good putter when he's on his on his game. What got me? 11th, 15th and 3rd for strokes gained tee to green over his last three starts. So 3rd oh, wow. uh, for strokes gained tee to green last week. Get the putter going. He's going to go very, very close this week, I think. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I've given I've given George the benefit of the doubt. I've stuck with Thriston Lawrence sixty sixes. Um, I backed him last week, as you said at the start. He finished ninth, which is that's not good enough for an inch way. Of course, one more shot, and he'd have got a little bit of a payout at least. But um, yeah, I'll stick with him. I've given the benefit of the doubt. He was second the week before that in Kenya. Um, Saturday 60 oh 71 it was actually in the end um, that's what let him down last week but his other three rounds are really good he closed with a 66 um, and over the last two starts second and tenth for greens here I think he's showing that he's got some form he's showing that he can um, perform on these altitude setups these bent grass greens courses and um, I think he'll go well again still a cracking price isn't it yeah I thought I thought it was cracking good price. Yeah, given that he's finished second and ninth over his last two starts, and um, this seems to be his um, his forte, this kind of uh, this kind of setup. Yeah, I thought it was worth a pump. Um, I've also backed Hurley Long at the same price, sixty sixes. Um, very talented young German by the looks of it. Uh, course record holder at Pebble Beach, as I'm sure you've all heard on the commentary a number of times. Shot sixty one there as a as an amateur. Um, if you look for his record, he won on the Pro Golf Tour, 54 holes, 24 under par through 54. He closed with a 60 the week that he won that. So I think we can say that he can get nice and low when he wants to. Um, won on the Challenge Tour in Italy. Next step, of course, is to win on this tour. 
And he looks like he's getting closer. 18th and third at Razel Kaima, second at the Kenya Open, 57th last week. I'll let him off. Um, he'd been putting, has been putting really, really well. So uh, get back on the uh, on the saddle this week. Um, and I think Hurley Long can go close at 66s. Francesco Laporta are backed at 70 to 1. Um, a bit like Thriston Lawrence put three decent rounds in and one bad round on the Saturday. He shot 73 on the Saturday that let him down. Um, like Thriston again, he finished with a 66. He led the field for putting average last week. Now, if you look at Pablo Larathabel, when he won last week, his previous start, he had left the field for putting average. So if you're looking for little trends that uh, go bang, bang, then potentially Francesco Laporta while he's putting well. And I do like players who are putting well coming into these birdie fests. I think if you're seeing the ball hit the uh, the bottom of the cup with regularity coming into a low scoring event like this, then that's, um, that's never a bad thing. Um, and really... Came close last year um, to getting a, a breakthrough at uh, DP World Tour level. Fourth at the Irish Open, that was at Mount Julia, another Nicholas design. Sixth at the BMW PGA Championship, decent field, of course. Second at the Dubai Championship at the end of the year, which was another one of these birdie fests. So I think the Porter can go well. And I've also backed three-figure shot Richard Sterney, 125 to 1. Now, Sterney, I used to back him quite a lot in these South African events back in the day. Um, he got himself inside the top 30 in the world at one point. It was that good. Six European Tour wins, two of them in Joburg, two more in South Africa. Um, his last win was at the Joburg Open. He, he shot 20, 27 under to win that event. So, um, you know, he's got some previous from coming into these low scoring events. Lots of issues since, back issues, wrist issues operations on his hip and his knee all sorts of problems but he seems healthy now he's still only 41 so there's, there's still scope to to uh to do something from here and last two starts 26th in kenya fifth last week he opened with a 64 65 to finish fifth last week so i thought 125 to one worth of punts um so just to reiterate um 125 to 1, Richard Sterney, Laporta 70s, Hurley Long 66s, same price for Tristan Lawrence and George Gutzer into 22 to 1. Um, if you want any more background, then read my preview on the site. I know I've rattled through that rather quickly, so uh, apologies for that. But um, yes, see where that takes us. I will put a link through to your preview, of course, in the description box for our listeners. Um, I've got to say, I'm all over George Coates' seat like a rash this week. We just get, I just get that feeling from him. The, he's such a mo, he's such a momentum player. Always has been. Yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of fits, doesn't and it? It kind of. He's fits. so so South African centric with his victories. Mm. They tend to be on home ground, don't they? Yep. Yeah, yeah, immensely comfortable there. Immensely comfortable, Barry. I know we've given you about fifteen minutes preparation at best for this, but uh, is there anyone that jump, <laughs> anyone that jumps off the board for you at Stain City? <laughs> Stain no, no. <laughs> I'm just. He's watching. Uh, he's watching Cameron Smith birdie the first three. That's what he's doing. Yeah, Pre- pretty much. I'm wondering if he shot his load too soon. Um, no. I, I, do you know what? I, I might give Hurley Long a little punt. Mm. It's like that kind of sweet spot odds. I couldn't trust George could say it with carrying my beers, let alone my money. So, um, 
That's uh, I, I, I will I will st- abstain and uh, not put the Barry jinx on him for you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. You're welcome. <laughs> what did I say about the Players Championship? The last three winners have all been the top ten for scoring average, and you look at the current scoring average and sitting there in second place is Cam Smith, and no one else in contention is anyone near it near that scoring stat. Oh well. Stain City, I think that's done and dusted. I I don't know. I, I don't know if Oliver. I don't know if Ross Fishing go three um, tournaments on the trot. Um, no, Su- surprised me with how good his know. scoring was last week. And uh, yeah, a good pick from you. And um, because to pluck him out on a low scoring test and to see uh, to see him making that many birdies was um, was very good. But yes, um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Is it going to be quite as deep this week? Maybe not. Maybe maybe it'll be 19, 20 under. I think there's still going to be a lot of birdies to be made. But um, yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see. I'll just give you some lowdown on Valspar just to kind of get people thinking about it more than anything. Clearly, there's no markets up because the Players' Championship hasn't finished. Uh, three statistics. You know me, I'm, I, I love a trend or 10. Uh, the last three winners of the Valspar, Paul Casey twice and Sam Burns. Uh, Casey ranked second for ball striking when he won within the uh, PJ Tour statistics. Uh, he was ninth the second time he won. And Sam Burns last year was 32nd for ball striking when he um, went and won this, his maiden PGA Tour victory. So uh, ball striking would seem synonymous with this. Um I've also looked, especially with the Players' Championship being what it has been this week, which is onerous and particularly lengthy and delayed-ridden, I've just looked at the last three winners the week after the Players. So 2016, Sergio Garcia, he finished 54th at the Players. 2017, Billy Horschel. 125 to 1 he won at Billy Horschel, the Byron Nelson in 2017. Missed cut at the players. 2018, Byron Nelson again. That was won by Aaron Wise. Still his only victory on the PGA Tour. He didn't even play the players. Didn't qualify. The, uh, the outing before that he actually had played, he'd finished second at Quail Hollow, which is a very good result. Uh, 2019, the Val Spa. Paul Casey won it. 25 to 1. He'd missed the cut at the players. Have you seen a trend here? Mm. And 2021, the Honda Classic last year was the follow-up to the players. So the players was won by, I'm trying to, I'm having a brain fade. Oh, Justin Thomas, of course. Uh, The week after, a bit of a weak field, had to be said, but it was won by Matt Jones at the Honda Classic. He'd finished 55th at the players. So let me just reiterate, 55th, miscut, did not play, miscut, 54th. And I've even gone down to some of the place guys and I'm seeing a plethora of miscuts and 41sts, 56ths, 63rds, 46ths, 60ths. The best I'm seeing is Matt Kuchar, and that is Matt Kuchar. He's he's like George Coates here, as you said at the top of the show. He'd finished third at the players the week before, and then he finished third at the Byron Nelson. I expect he finished then second, second, and then eventually won. Yeah, so that's, what, that's what Matt to used one. to do. Yeah, but this is telling me to stay away from people that have had a very good, strong week this week. 
So I was interested in Victor Hovland, and he's just doing what Victor does. He's going to backdoor himself a top five finish. He's such a good player. You've got to say he's a fantastic player, Victor Hovland. Um, that, to me, isn't the kind of finish I want to be looking at, potentially. Um, yeah, so ball striking. The, the course itself is um, a 7,300-yard uh, par 71. But it's a weird par 71, as in it features still four par fives. I can't think of any other course like that. Uh, the greens are... Tiff Eagle Bermuda Grass, so similar to this week, and they are overseeded with Poa Trivialis, no bent grass. So a, a Bermuda Poa Trivialis overseed. Uh, it looks like it's been quite dry in the build-up. Um, they had to water the course quite a lot last year because it was being played in May and it was getting up towards 30 degrees. We're going to be looking at 20 to 22 degrees this week. I reckon they'll let it get a bit firmer. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's going to be one of these 10, 12, 13 under kind of scores that we usually see here. Bit of short game required. And it's actually a damn good field. I think, is it five of the top tenner in it? JT, well, Hovland, Morikawa. Yes. It depends what happens with the uh, withdrawals after. The well, and that's the other thing. We, yeah. <laughs> there could be another play. We might, we might be um, getting people like... Um, uh, oh, Omar Arrest is already in the field, isn't it? <laughs> I noticed he's uh, he's snuck in towards the bottom. Know, he's he? crept in. Um, we yes, we might get a, a a lot of WDs. So this is all going to have to be uh, dealt with tomorrow when we pull the previews together. So yeah, um, and then the week after that, we move to the World Match Play. We do indeed. Yes, um, Qatar Masters alongside that on the DP World Tour as well, and uh... Corrales. And the Corrales, that's right. Yeah, we're kind of Any sorry thoughts? for bringing you. On. We're kind of sorry for bringing you on, Barry. Yeah, yeah. So I was just going to say, was there anything you wanted to? Wanted Is there to anything say you want to add Barry, or say about the Valspar that can enlighten our listeners? It's been, it's been really nice to be here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we felt bad that you weren't well, involved. Yeah. What What do you think about something like Neiman next week? Not playing. But yes, I, I, I'm glad you. Okay. I'm glad That's you mentioned Joaquin. Joaquin, I'm glad you mentioned him. There is a uh, huge, huge, huge correlation here. I mean, it's a corridor. It's a tree-lined corridor golf course, and there's a huge, huge link between both Riviera Country Club and also TPC River Highlands, where they play the Travellers. And Neiman has clearly won a few weeks ago at Riviera. And he's got a top five as a very young player at the Travellers as well. So yeah, I, I like that. This is what I was thinking, like a, a repeat of the Scotty Scheffler, like two and three. Uh, that's what He's I was not in the field, but yes, uh, I like your thinking. And he's mm. the sort. He is definitely the sort. Are there any markets up yet? No. Okay, so I'm just looking at your sheet here, or the preliminary sheet, but he's out. Okay. This is going to be difficult to make picks on <laughs> until tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it does kind of throw every spanner in the works, doesn't it, with these um, very late uh, finishes? If you're going to take the top, if you're going to take the top of the market, well, I mean, we we know who's going to be at the top. It's going to be Morikawa. It's going to be Thomas, and it's going to be Victor. And just looking at trends and what's happened in the past, you'd probably take Morikawa because he, he came off a missed cut. He's also top of ball striking so far on the PJ Tour this season. He's at one. Louis Oosthuizen, who is in the field. The names I'm mentioning are in the field, by the way. Louis is at three. Sam Burns is defending. He's fifth. Hovland is sixth. 
Uh, Joel Damon is ninth. And then we're down to the likes of... Oh, Xander's playing as well. 13th for ball striking so far. And he'll be, as usual, 16 to 1. Oh, he will, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Do you know the player that the player that I am very, very close to picking and potentially should have already written the tip is Gary Woodland. We've got to come good at some point, when, and probably when he's, when he's not carrying my money, I expect. <laughs> so if I'll, I leave, I'll, I'll leave him alone on him for you, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Gary Woodland's close. Mm. He just feels right. He's kind of 90th in the world, still needs to get... I mean, he just he's just trying to get better, isn't he? He's trying to build that momentum. Two top fives with it, Honda and the API. Comes here, people are talking about him. And we've always said, struggles on Pete Dye designs and he misses the cut. The, the, the kind that will come back and all of a sudden, oh, Gary Woodland's back at the top of the leaderboard again. Oh. On a course that he won at in 2011. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's it then, I suppose. <laughs> that's the podcast, it's done and dusted, isn't it? Yeah, Hopefully so I'm just uh, watching the players <laughs> right yeah. out of the corner of our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we're just just a day on then, Steve, aren't we? From so anyone who wants to come and uh, see your thoughts for um, for this week, it'll be towards the back end of tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah, uh, say four or five o'clock UK time. The uh, tips will be coming out on Tuesday, and then Paul. We are winging our way off to Cheltenham on Wednesday, aren't they? We're going to treat ourselves to a day at the races on Wednesday. See if I can come back with my shirt still, yeah. <laughs> I've already banged 50 quid on Sir Gerhard in the first, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble, I expect. I've been told that's the surest of sure things that... Um, um, just a price under evens that I got on Betfair Exchange. We will see. We will see. We will see. Well, thank you for your time, Barry. It's been much appreciated. Cheers, boys. Yeah. Good luck and uh, enjoy the rest of the evening watching the players. Marauder. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed uh, Shane can get himself in the mix for me. Right? Been asked to get a top eight finish and get an each way return mm. for me and for Barry. Barry's on, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks for your time, Paul, and I th- uh, hope your tips yep. go well this week. And of course, thanks to the listeners. I'm sorry about the uh, the structure and the shortness of the podcast this week, but uh, you can only thank the Floridian weather for that. Uh, we'll be back next week, yes, for the World Match Play and the Qatar Masters and the Corrales Championship. I hope your bets go well when you make them. So uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. If you like betting on golf, but everyone that you back misses the Get some experts involved With all the stats and the tips And so much more Cause it's the golf betting system The golf